1: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome all the leaders from around the world to this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Guys, I appreciate you being here. You know, we've made it very clear over the years uh, since we've been doing this podcast that this really is a podcast designed for serious, focused team builders, people that have a career mentality uh regarding this industry, <clears throat> those of you that have already been involved and this has been your career for, you know, some of you 10, 20, 30 years or longer, that's who this podcast is designed for. And today's going to be a little bit different. Uh I call this session the digital income reducer, the digital income reducer. And before we really get into it, and and again, I'm just going to throw some thoughts out there Uh, some things for you to think about uh, this weekend. This will come out on Thursday. And uh, something for you to really think about. And if it creates thought for you, then I've done my job. If I get you to think about some things, because I think the next five years, in the industry and the world is going to move at lightning speeds and lightning speeds in the world can be very beneficial for our profession or it can be very detrimental. So I I just want to share some thoughts and ideas because I think that this will help you prepare uh, to move forward and to accomplish the, 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 the most you can possibly accomplish as you move forward with, with this profession. I saw an article before I uh, got on uh, this podcast before I got ready to record. And it's uh, actually it was a few hours ago. I wish I'd written down the information I should have didn't. Sorry. But the basic idea of the mark of the article, it was actually a graph and it showed why people get involved in network marketing and, it was kind of astounding to me, it, but it said 16% get involved for friendship, and it was 38% get involved f- to get a discount on products or services, and 28% got involved for full-time income, and then the remainder, whatever that is, was for... Um, Supplementary income. And here's my thought, and here's something that I think those of you that have been around for a while, and I say when I say a while, I'm talking 10 years plus, will say that those numbers have changed drastically over the years. And there's a lot of reasons for that, but it's something that I still I think that it's worth thinking about and mentioning to you guys. I would say that it's impossible to get involved in network marketing for friendships unless you've been involved in multiple network marketing companies. Let's just stop there and think about that. People don't really understand the power of the relationships that are developed in this profession I think it's the second greatest benefit. Number one benefits the personal development required to build a team. Number two is the friendships you develop. Number three is the lifestyle the income can provide you. I've always believed that, always taught that, always tried to communicate that. However, people are not really aware of the friendships until they've been involved in this profession, you know, with a couple of different companies before that really really uh, connects with them. So the fact that 16% of the people say that they join for the friendships is kind of fascinating to me. And stay with me. I think I'm going to be able to make this point, and it's something worth really thinking about, is when I started, and again, that was a long, long time ago, but 1980, the people that joined network marketing joined because they were career frustrated, and they wanted to create a full-time income. That was by far the majority. Those that said they just wanted to supplement their income when they started, once they understood residual income and what could really happen within the industry, uh, usually changed that thought process from, you know, a supplemental income to a full-time income fairly quickly. Now, I was looking for businesses, a business, prior to finding network marketing, and I bought the RAG publications and sent away for every type of business advertised. You know, a lot of you old as I am remember the old headline, everybody laughed when they said I was going to clean carpets for a living until, and, and so on and so forth. I've I sent away for every package that was available back then looking because at the time I was a semi-professional magician. And that was before magicians had comedy clubs and cruise ships and uh, all the different outlets that were available to uh, really, uh, really uh, move forward doing magic, performing as a, as a profession. So but when I saw network marketing and I understood residual income, the idea of supplementing my income with a couple thousand dollars extra a month uh, just blew right out the window. It's like residual income. This is the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. And it relates very well with the mentality that magicians have, because when you're doing magic, it's not about what you're doing. It's about what people are seeing, what people are thinking. And you know, network marketing in and of itself is about building teams. And I've said many times, the higher up you go, the more of a psychologist you have to become because you have to understand how to help people move forward. It's not just about getting them in, keeping them in. It's about helping them move forward towards their reasons, their desires, their goals for joining to begin with. And that has to be the focus, as you leaders know. You guys get that. But my point being... The, 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 those numbers, it was probably 80 20. 80% got involved in network marketing to create a fortune and change their family's life and residual lifetime wealth. And 20% got involved for, um, uh, supplemental income. Uh, but nobody got involved, and this being my point, for friendships or to save money on their products because it was retail wholesale back then. Uh, you know, there was an article written 15, 20 years ago. Why did we take retail out of network marketing? I can't remember the doctor in Arizona that wrote it. It's part of the top 24 MLM articles, I believe. I'm almost positive. Top com. That's a free download. Uh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. I should know it, but... Anyway, it's whatever happened to retail and network marketing. So my point being, guys, that we're in a different different environment. And not everybody joins for the reasons you have, obviously. But understanding who you have, who are the three to five people this year that you're going to run with that are going after and really want to build a team, and who are the ones that... Like hanging out with you guys better than the ladies at choir practice. You know, they're in for the social aspect. Understanding all that is very, very important. A lot of people talk about, I got so many members on my team. I got, you know, this many thousand people. Okay. But how many of them are just social club people and how many of them are really serious, career minded, going after building teams, disciplined daily, working towards their reasons, their goals. See, that's all that really matters. And unfortunately, we've created a culture, which you guys understand, especially over the last 10, 15 years, where you have people that are quote-unquote leaders who are really good at developing teams of followers. You know, I would even argue that the, the number of social club people, the number of people that are just hanging out because they like hanging out and they like the friends and they like the culture of the company is drastically higher than 16%. And 16% is uh, uh, unacceptable as a business. You know, I mean, think about any other business. You want people coming in just hanging out, uh, hanging out with your, any type of sales organization, let's say. And you got people that just come. They never make any sales. They just like hanging out with salespeople better than the ladies at choir practice. I mean, when we really stop and think about what we've created, the cultures that are accepted, uh, the mediocrity that's accepted in this profession, there's a time and place and love for product users. But they don't need to be hanging out and being high-fived at your company conference. Again, you have to reward that which moves people's business and their life forward. So I wanted to share that just briefly. The the, the, the main point that I want to make and, and I want you guys to really think about over the weekend is I believe – I've said it many times in the last – year or so on different webinars and trainings and podcasts that we've done is I sincerely believe, and I think it's getting more evident all the time, and I just want to make sure people are hearing this, that the most important, the most important entrepreneurial trait that must be developed on your team moving forward is the ability to focus and focus on that which will move their business forward. The ability to focus on that which will move their business forward. And it's our responsibility as leaders, as company owners, to not provide too much foo-foo dust and distraction and to help people really stay focused on their business and getting it done and moving their life and their business forward. And, you know, I remember back in the day when we were running huge, huge conferences, um, huge, huge conferences, and where today, it's like everybody comes in on Thursday and then Thursday night or Friday night, you know, I've, I've been to conferences that had like, uh, I'm trying, the OJs were the entertainment and, you know, they bring in major entertainers, uh, uh, bands and, and groups. And really, I have nothing against that. However, that's very valuable time. And, you know, one of the things that we do with the conferences and, and the companies that we work with is we organize a, uh, Company talent show, and people can say, I want to do my talent. And you know, we might have singers, jugglers, magicians, um, and all kinds of strange and unique talents that people have, storytellers, comedians, and they get their 10 or 12 minutes on stage, and it really creates a bond within the people within. The company, I mean, and again, I'm not going too deep here, uh, and I don't, and that's not really my point. But my point is, focus, the ability for people to focus. You know, I, I, when I started, uh, I lived in a kind of a escapism world. I played softball three nights a week in the summer. I played in a couple of basketball leagues, adult basketball leagues, in the winter. Uh, I, I watched a lot of TV. I was practicing magic all the time, and it was just different environment. And uh, I would I would watch TV, and and when I first started, you know, uh, you know, I I finally heard someone say, you know, the the TV is is your electronic income reducer. It's the idiot box, and people that are addicted to TV shows. Are addicted to TV shows because what's going on on that TV set is more important to them and more exciting to them than their own life. And I thought, how sad is that? But you know what? I kept I kept watching TV when I should be doing follow up calls. I should be preparing my direct mail. Uh, I should be doing you know other things that would move my business forward. I had a very hard time my first three years getting consistent which most people do, creating new, new brain cell patterns, new, new, new time management uh, opportunities. And, you know, finally I got to the point when, you know, I, I took my 20 reasons sheet and I was living in as many of you know, a little 600 square foot home, four, four rooms. And we had a little bookshelf there. And on top of that was a little tiny 12 inch TV set. And, I, I took my 20 Reasons sheet and I taped it to my TV screen. And I said, Dale, look, you know, do you want what's on the, that sheet? Do you want to accomplish those things more than you want to watch, you know, the next episode of Hill Street Blues or whatever the show was back then? And I said, you know, I, I want to accomplish this. And Dale, you've got to, do, you've got to take the time that you have and you've got to master your time and you've got to devote the time, effort and energy into the activities that will move your business forward. And you cannot let your success or lack thereof be determined by the electronic income reducer. And today it's even worse because today we have what I call a digital income reducer, a little computer that we carry with us everywhere we go, called our phone. And when it beeps, we react just like Pavlov's dogs to the messages, to the notifications. And it's very hard to get in a flow and a rhythm, whether you're trying to record a podcast, which is why my phone's not in here now, uh, are doing anything else that you need to really put some thought, energy, and effort behind to move your business forward when all day long we stay in a state of distraction because of the digital income reducer. It's going to get worse. It's going to get much worse. And And as leaders, we have to recognize that and figure out what is the best way to be able to handle that and communicate that with members on our team, understanding that there's generations of people that are absolutely addicted to their phones. I mean, it, it's amazing to me. It's like I'm watching the the baseball All Star game here a week or so ago, and it's like you're at the you're at the you're at the All Star game, and you're sitting there instead of watching what's going on on the field and enjoying being there. And you're sitting there on your phone, your head down on your phone while you're sitting at the All-Star Game. Now, look, I understand going to the All-Star Game, get there early, take some pictures, you know, uh, be ready if somebody hits a home run or your favorite player's... uh, Uh, pictures up on the scoreboard and taking a a shot of that. But basically put your phone away and enjoy the game. Wherever you are, be there. And look, this is not bash on technology. And it's not a bash on the phone. It's just a reality of the world in which we live. Being able to focus on that which is important is going to be more important and more important as leaders to communicate to your team the very best that you possibly can. And the first way to do that, I believe, is set the example. Set the example. Um, I've said this before, but, you know, there's seven key areas of life, uh, physical, mental, family, financial, career, spiritual, and social. Seven key areas of life. Seven, And some of you have heard the training I did about balanced living and trying to keep your will balanced in those seven key areas. But for me, if what I'm doing at any time, any day is not helping me or providing value for me in one of those seven key areas of life, then I don't want to be doing it. I want to stay focused on what's important. I believe in a concept called just in time learning. We did a webinar on that as well. I, I think so many entrepreneurs and people on your team, they're they're trying to learn algebra and they haven't learned basic math skills yet. And that's why I believe in the word sequential. I believe that you you build the skill sets and mindsets for this business sequentially. And as leaders we help them do that by utilizing the four um leadership styles, Uh, not with everybody the same way all the time, but based upon where that person is on their road to success. And as you guys know, you've heard me talk about you direct, you direct in the beginning with everybody. Then you get into a, a coaching mode. Once you coach them through the systems and they understand what to do, then you move into a support role. And ultimately, you're trying to get people from wherever they start to a point of delegation. And it when they get to a point of delegation, then they have the ability to b- build the second wave and the third wave and the fourth wave and the fifth wave and so on and so forth of your organization. It's not a big social club, guys. It's a business. You develop leaders, and you do it very systematically, as you guys have heard me talk about. And when you don't do it that way, you end up with what we end up with in the industry, which the best way to communicate that is unintended consequences. For those of you that have heard the webinar that Mr. Henley and I did at mlmhelpcom forward slash critical, a critical message to network marketers. You know, there's no I mean, anybody can look around and understand that unintended consequences have have come from uh, trying to take shortcuts from the way that it is the way that growth is created. In this profession, when you understand that the real product is people, build people, people build the business, and you direct them when they need directed, you coach them when they need coaching, you support them when they need supporting, and you get them to a point of delegation where they can turn around and repeat the process over and over. Guys, it's not that difficult. It's really, really not. As long as we're focusing on learning the right skill sets, the right mindsets, the, the right leadership developing systems, then it's not that difficult. It's become difficult since the Internet Internet because of distraction. We can't create closed cultures like we once could. And there's a lot of people that with foo-foo dust are trying to tell people what they want to be told so they can sell them what they want to sell them. But the ability for you as leaders to help your to help your team members stay focused and stay on the road and keep progressing daily is so, so important now, and it's going to become so more important as time moves on. And being aware of that today can help you prepare because most won't. Uh, you know, for many people, they turned around and it's like, What's happened? You know, technology has just absolutely moved faster than most people's brains can even begin to keep up with. And then it's they they get into a mode, well, what do I need to learn? There's so many options and people get very confused and a confused mind does nothing. And then you have people telling people they need to be doing Zooms every day. And the reality is most people don't. That's not their skill set. You know, so as leaders, we have to identify what are their skill sets, what do they need to be doing, and then help them and and systemize that process. But there's some things that none of us can avoid. It cannot be avoided. Developing the right skill sets and mindsets is a requirement if you expect to develop a full-time income in this profession and to accept, you know, people you know, talking the talk, but they're not willing to take the actions. We have to be able to identify who those people are and then figure out why do they talk all the time but not take action. And what is their fear of failure, fear of rejection? Because that's what's holding them back, some fear there. And a lot of times it goes back to childhood. And there might be a book that can really help them out of that or an audio program. And as leaders, we have to care enough about people to tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And that does not happen very much in this industry because, you know, all we really have is a bunch of followers. And if we tell them the truth, we're afraid they're going to fall off auto ship next month. Because there's there's 45 more companies that would love to have them tomorrow, and we'll bring them in, and they've been involved in the industry six years, and they're rock stars, and they'll feed that ego for a while until they realize what they have. It is what it is, guys, and it's sad it's sad in so many cases but i know you guys are committed as i am to building it right to tell people the truth and to build real companies real organizations that are duplicating with real customers and build something that uh you know that should be the standard in this industry today but it's not it's not we we have chosen uh to appeal to mediocrity as a profession but I know the people that listen to this podcast, you're all about inspiring greatness. And I appreciate you so much because of that. Because of that. Now, here's an idea that I want you to really think about. And this, we're going to get a little bit deeper here. And I will say that, and hear this, there is no value in consuming content. And when I say content, I say I'm talking about Blog post, YouTube videos, social media post, and yes, even podcast. Dale, did you just say I shouldn't be listening to your podcast? That's not what I said. Stay with me. There's no value in consuming content. Value comes from consuming Wisdom of the Ages principles. Which is, as you guys know, is, is where we try to live and what we try to constantly, constantly keep in front of all of our audiences. Wisdom of the Ages principles. You know, and call out the foo-foo dust. Value comes from consuming Wisdom of the Ages principles and then internalizing them and implementing them in your own life and your business. Let me say this again. This is really one of the most important points that I wanted to make sure that you hear. There is no value in consuming content, there's only value from consuming wisdom of the ages principles and then internalizing them and implementing them in your life. That's it. Look, there's a lot of people every now and then, you know, I, and, and see, here's what happens, guys. Knowledge without action. People on your team, there's a lot of people on your team, they've got all the knowledge in the world, but they're afraid to take action. Knowledge without action leads to self-delusion because people get in a a rhythm mentally where they say, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. I agree with that. I get that. I understand that. Oh, sure. Yes, I do need to. Follow-up is more important than the initial contact. I understand that, Dale. Uh, Yes, I have to keep my funnel full with 40, 50 new prospects every single month. Got to keep that funnel full. Dale. I get that. And, but, and they tell you this too, but when you really look at their numbers, and that's why we do company reports and a lot of you that we're working one-on-one with. You know, your organizations use company reports, uh, weekly progress reports, whatever you want, whatever you call them, where you can track their numbers and they can track their numbers because there's no emotion in the numbers and numbers don't lie. And somebody says, oh, yeah, follow up is more important than the initial contact. And you look and it's like they had they had zero follow ups the last month. You know, so so being able to track is extremely important. And again, I'm, I'm getting kind of in-depth, but those of you that we do work one-on-one with, you understand that whole concept of weekly progress reports. So the, the bottom line, and something that, that you got to get this, I'm going to say it one more time, value comes from consuming wisdom of the age's principles, then internalizing them and implementing them in your own life, and your own business. Here's where we are as a profession and as society. People don't know who to listen to. They they just don't. And the amount, the number of wolves and sheep's clothing in every niche, every marketing niche, is astounding. It's astounding. So by learning wisdom, you can always. Match up what a person is saying with known wisdom of the ages, success principles, concepts, and ideas you know I don't know if this this podcast has been out, but like uh yet but i'm i I don't know at the time of this recording if it's in queue, but we I had someone that was like you know some network marketing. Guru trainer going off saying, you don't have to believe in yourself. You don't have to believe in yourself and, and on and on. And we hear this kind of stuff daily. And, and guys, we appreciate you sharing, uh, sharing, uh, people and, and, and concepts and ideas that absolutely validate, you know, that wisdom of the ages is, is so, so important and, and and call out and share with us the foo foo dust where people are trying to speak directly against uh, wisdom of the ages, and see this is a touchy situation. But if you can internalize, you know, Earl Nightingale, uh, Doctor Norman Vincent Peale, Maxwell Maltz, who wrote uh, *Psycho Cybernetics*, and uh, w. Clement Stone, the author of "Think and Grow Rich," and here people like Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and Les Brown and Rita Davenport and Mary Kay, and the list goes on and on of legends and icons that absolutely taught truth. Taught truth. Um, when you can listen to that and 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 you internalize that, then you can. You're much more aware of fufu dust when you hear it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So value comes from consuming wisdom of the ages principles and then internalizing them and implementing them in your life and your business. You know I, the number of people that contact me and say they I heard this but it sounded like fufu dust. You know it, it, I appreciate that. I so appreciate that because it tells me that, you know, we're making a difference. That people are starting to, the rebellion against the, uh, misinformation in the marketplace is starting. It's starting. Not, it, but it is starting. And all of us understand that listen to this podcast for, this profession to return to growth and to return to greatness where it should already be. It's going to take a lot of us that call out foo-foo dust and, and teach that which is true. You know, it's, that's just, that's just the path that we're on guys as an industry, as a profession, you know, um, and it is, and, you know, we've created this environment, but it has to return to its roots. Your organizations, I know, you know, are hearing truth from you guys. I know the people that listen to this podcast every single week don't miss an issue. I know what you're doing in the field. You know, uh, when 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 your team members are are contacting me and complaining because. You know, you, you won't work with them until they have their 20 reasons top three completed. It tells me you, you're doing it right. I was talking to a lady today through email this morning and I don't, I've been in this industry for 11 years and I don't know what, but, but they're making me, I have to do this and it's all your fault. And you know, they won't even do. I want to have a PBR to get started and they won't do it because I don't know. I haven't done my reasons. I'm, I'm motivated, blah, 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 blah. And I said, look. It ain't about you. And be thankful because you probably for the first time in your career have someone that cares enough about you to put you on a track that if you had gotten on 11 years ago, you wouldn't be worried or concerned about creating income because you would have already, it would have already, the game would have already been won and one and and they want you to win as big as you possibly can win and they understand and they're smart enough and they're intelligent enough to know even if you are the most motivated person on their team that most of the people that join your group will not be and you have to figure out why you're doing it so they can figure out why they're doing it and i i pointed her to the, the lost secret of network marketing success webinar that I know you guys have seen. And I said, watch that and you'll have a much deeper appreciation for your sponsor. And I know them and I know their heart and they're, they have your best interest. So just give them the benefit of the doubt. And I promise you, in one year, uh, you're going to love them. You're going to absolutely be so appreciative of them and you're going to love them. You're going to love them deeply because they're they, you have a lot of the natural talents uh, to do this. But they're going to show you how to do it ten times bigger because it's not about you ultimately. It's about the people, the future leaders that you develop on your team. There's no money in being the Elvis Presley of your organization. So... Again, I understand I'm speaking to the choir. I just wanted to communicate to you guys, focus is going to be so, so important. Getting the right stuff in your mind, wisdom, is going to be so, so important. Because when you have wisdom and you have experience, and that's only going to come through time, but you've internalized and you've implemented and you have the experience that wisdom gives you, then you will be able to recognize two things. Number one, the fufu dust and number two is truth. When you can recognize truth and fufu dust, you have something very, very unique because most of the marketplace has no idea who to be listening to, who, who not to be listening to, who to run from. They just don't. And, you know, people do business with those they know, like, and trust, but many times they trust the wrong people. They just trust the wrong people. So if it doesn't match up, if it, if it's not congruent with wisdom of the ages, avoid it and don't support it. Don't support it. See, there's, there's people in the marketplace today that people support. Uh, that it's going to ultimately, down the road, who you support and who you support in your company, teachers, trainers, gurus outside of your company, uh, the management within your company, who you support. You know, everybody can make mistakes. But when it becomes beyond obvious that you know they really don't have the best interest of me or my people, it's just about how much money they can can accumulate accumulate. Whether and again, once it, that becomes obvious, you have to disassociate because everything that you're doing is being documented, and there's going to be really smart, intelligent people. That are going to look at you and like you and then they're going to do a little investigation and they say they, 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 they supported this person for 17 years or seven years or whatever. And they know the backstory. Uh, it's going, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's just going to happen that way over time because there's enough of us that really believe that we can return this industry to its roots of personal growth and personal development and we do and we are so you got to be real careful who you're supporting i mean sometimes i'm just shocked i mean it's like the, the that person's a sociopath anybody with any common knowledge understanding Human nature knows they're a sociopath, and you're taking three people uh, from your team to that are, you know, paying what four or five, nine hundred dollars and traveling to California or Florida or wherever and spending all that time and wasting all that time to get people in front of someone who obviously. It's not the right person. It's just kind of mind boggling to me. It you know, it it sincerely is. And then I think, well, don't they they have enough wisdom to to be able to discern truth from foo foo dust? They they've been around enough, they they understand, don't they? So again, guys, value comes from consuming wisdom of the ages principles. Internalizing them and then implementing them in your life, knowledge without action leads to self delusion and then sometimes I think well you know people are really more interested in just you know they they're 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 coming more from a the sixteen percent that joined for friends and the thirty eight percent that joined just to get discounts on their products than they are people that are really career minded and want to build, uh, a legacy for themselves and their family. And that may be it. Uh, I, I would tell people that have joined network marketing because of friends that, you know, there's other ways to, to, to create friendships. Other ways, other, you know, uh, there's many other ways, you know, join a church. You know, um because in the long run it it provides you more value, you know so again i just i don't I know that they don't listen to this podcast, I get that, but you're gonna have people on your teams, that are there for the social club aspect, just recognize them appreciate them appreciate but be very upfront and very truthful with them always. You know, I've told so many people over the years. I just really don't think this business model is something you need to pursue. There's something else for you. You need to find that. Don't waste time hanging out with us. So, I had that conversation multiple times. I've had people come in for interviews or whatever, and and a few questions, and it's like I know this is not for them. And I used to buy The Magic of Thinking Big those books by the case. And I would just give them, I would send them home with the magic of thinking big book. And I would say, look, read this book. And after you've read it, give me a call back and we'll sit down and talk again. And I did that for years. And the entire time I had one person that ever did one. And they went on to make a six figure plus income. So it just is what it is. We can't fight the way it is. And and being able to recognize wisdom in a world that's going to become more and more Unfocused on skill sets and mindsets that will move their life and their business forward. Being able to recognize wisdom is a, is something that is going to be very, very important and more important as time goes on. And see, guys, if you get really into listening to the right podcast, hearing the right people, filling your mind with wisdom from the great books like, you know, Think and Grow Rich, et cetera. And, and you get that in your head, then you're going to be able to uh, recognize food food dust, but you'll also be able to recognize wisdom. And as I say that, I, I want to share a couple more things with you. Uh, this past week, I don't even know how I found it. I think somebody sent it to me. But I ran across one of the most powerful, powerful trainings that I've ever heard. Uh, I shared it in the Imam training club private site. You probably saw it. I cannot remember this lady's name. I'll put the link in the show notes right below the podcast. But she had a video called The Secret to Self-Motivation. And it's called One of the Best Speeches uh, Ever. That's the name of it. And it's just beyond powerful. And she, she talks about something she calls the five-second rule. And it is exactly why W. Clement Stone told himself, if I have nothing to lose by trying and a great deal to gain, if successful, by all means try, do it now. And he didn't hesitate. And he taught that concept to his insurance reps, and that's why he built Combined Insurance Agency, one of the largest insurance agencies in the world, off of one simple process, one simple concept, which is do not hesitate. If you have nothing to lose by trying and a great deal to gain if successful, by all means try, do it now and take action. Those of you that have gone through our how to overcome call reluctance program, I know this sounds very familiar for you because that's exactly how we did it. Truth is truth, guys. Wisdom of the ages is wisdom of the ages. But this is a phenomenal video. Uh, people send me all stuff all the time. Most of it's they 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 it's junk and they know it's junk. Uh, but every now and then people share with me, you know, people that I've never heard of new up and coming people in the, the, the field of personal growth, personal development, uh, team building. I get a lot of good stuff and I always like to share it, but, but see, I can share it freely because I can, I can match it up with Wisdom of the Ages principles. And if it doesn't match with Wisdom of the Ages principles, then I'm not sharing it because I don't want that on me. I want my grandkids to go back and be able to look at my whole history of what I did when I and I never shared a person or a concept or an idea that was obviously invalid. I never did anything with the 100% focus of making money. I believe that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the value that you provide to the market that you serve. And if you don't serve the market, and there's a lot of people that are, think they're full in the market, and the market really does already know better, but I believe the revolt will happen. And I, I really do. Uh, there's going to be an awakening in this profession. I just believe it. I believe every one of you listening to me are part of that on this particular podcast. I just do. Uh, so I hope I've shared some things with you that will help you stop and think, uh, uh and understand, you know, the challenges that are going to be here over the next five years at a level that we can't really even comprehend. Uh, understand that we're all going to be fighting the digital income reducer. People are going to waste a lot of time, energy, effort and thought. On, on things that will not move them forward in their seven key areas of life. They're not going to be able to recognize as they don't right now. They don't recognize wisdom from Fufu Dust today. It's obvious. It's obvious. You know, I've talked with many of you. Many of you have had this conversation. It's just really unbelievable. Uh, you know, but it was like, okay, the internet's here. We're going to show you now how to be the hunted instead of the hunter and how, you know, f- you know, how to, We're going to change this industry now because of the internet. And now 97% of the people are going to be successful and only 3% are going to fail. And all the stuff that we've heard that is, and that, you know, I've documented in great detail in our blogs and websites and trainings over the years. Because when I, when I see Fufu dust, it's like if somebody doesn't say, wait a minute, the emperor has no clothes on. What are you all talking about? The emperor has no clothes on. And if somebody doesn't do that, then it's just going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. And I know a lot of you every day are yelling, you know, they, they have no clothes on. There is no clothes. The emperor has no clothes on. And it's making a difference. It, it really is. And it's, it's kind of cool. You know, it's like I'll hear from somebody that listens to this podcast and and, you know, they got their leader to, to, you know, to call and and say, or to listen, first of all, to listen to this podcast. And then they'll end up calling. And, you know, just real interesting conversations of people that, you know, they drank the fufu dust, but they, they drank the, the Kool Aid, but they really didn't understand it was the Kool Aid because, you know, well, everybody else was drinking the Kool Aid. So I just figured I needed to drink the Kool Aid too, you know, and, uh, I was talking to a a gentleman last week and he said, you know, I'm I'm good. I have a lot of skill but I'm terrible in front of a camera. I've never enjoyed it. Don't like, don't enjoy it. Great one on one with people. Great meeting people on the phone but in front of a camera it's not something I want to do or can do or feel comfortable doing but I was convinced that I needed to do it by you know, yet another guru and it's like you know, I don't need to be doing that. And he said, "Yes, some people on my team—that's their natural talent. They can do that, but it's not me." And he said, "I, I just don't." Understand. So when you talk about all this duplication, he said, "He said what I've learned is a, what you teach anybody, anybody that really wants to do to do it can do it. They can they they can launch the business like you teach." They can do this, they can do that, they can do the other thing. So anyway, he's, we're talking about putting together some systems for his team. But my point being it came because somebody on who listens to this podcast every week finally got someone in their upline to listen at the right time, and it's just like, hey, this makes sense. It's all I get I get it. I can do it. It is about homegrown leaders. It's not about finding leaders because most of the people that we call leaders in network marketing are just those who have been able to develop a following. And we call them leaders because they've been able to develop a following. Real leaders develop other leaders, as you guys know. So anyway, I'm going to shut up and give you some things to think about. Uh, if you need to go back and listen to this again, just understand the importance of focus moving forward. It's going to be so important for every member on your team, and it's not easy. It's it's very it's very difficult, and uh, but the ability to focus on that which is true that will move your business and your life forward. And the only way you're going to be able to identify that is by internalizing uh, some wisdom of the ages, principles, concepts, and ideas, and everything that you hear. Uh, match it up. Is it congruent to known wisdom and known business practices or does it just sound like, you know, somebody's trying to sell a shortcut by telling you what you want to hear and you you're gonna be good. You because you aren't going to have any competition. There is no competition for true leadership in this profession. Uh it's been it's the last fifteen years, guys, there's such a gap. So we're filling that gap in. We're filling it in as you guys are, and uh, eventually, eventually, I believe that we can return this industry to its roots of build people, people build the business, tell beloved people enough to tell them what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. I believe it can happen. I believe it is happening. I know it's happening. Uh, I wish it would happen. 50 times faster, but it doesn't matter to me because again, it's about long term, long term. So I'll end today with one of my favorite quotes. And again, this is just such a good example. Bernadette Michaels originally sent this to me. Uh, one of our MOM training club members, I quoted this quote multiple times, uh, in the last couple years since I heard it. It's from Frithina, Frithina, Miss Tate, uh, Francina Tate, and I will be quoting this pr- as long as I need to quote it. The day that I no longer need to quote this to people in the profession uh, will be a very, very, very happy day for me. But one of my favorite quotes, and, ma- and it is, don't resell the lies you bought, quote unquote, affiliate market Marketers. Got to have a blog. You want to be perceived as a professional. You have to position yourself as a professional. You need a blog. (sighs) Don't resell the lies you bought. Obliviate them so no one else gets a hold of them and unlearn them. Reeducate yourself and then teach what is true. (sighs) Powerful, powerful, powerful nothing's more needed than that mentality i know you guys have it that's why i love you and appreciate you more than i could ever express uh i sincerely do thank you for being with us make sure that you check out the show notes i want to make sure that you see the video that i was talking about uh the secret of self-motivation and the five second principle you need to watch that Uh, share it with your teammates. Please share this podcast with people that it can benefit, uh, the people that can, are ready for this information. And even if that you don't think they are, you know, most people, they first hear me, they think I'm crazy. They, they can't stand me. And then if they continue to listen over time, I know it's hard to argue with wisdom of the ages. And see, it's not that they're, I don't take it personally. I just don't, you know. We all are who we are based upon the the um, based upon the culture in which we were raised up in this profession, and, and there's no doubt about it. A lot of people have just been raised up in a culture that is just not true. It's not how to maximize their true upside potential in this business by building a following and. And sell them all you can sell them. Uh, that's not it. The real, the real upside of this business is when you learn how to build a team and develop people and the residual income that can be created throughout the rest of your life and passed down to generations because that you did what you did and because of the systems you put in place. I mean, that's legacy stuff. That's legacy stuff. I know many of you are Way down this road of legacy. I just want to encourage you and I want to thank you for encouraging me. Thanks for being here. Let me say it one more time. Don't resell the lies you bought, obliviate them so no one else gets a hold of them. Unlearn them and then re educate yourself with wisdom of the ages. Then re educate yourself and then teach. That which is true. You guys have an awesome week. And we'll talk to you next week on another session of the No Fluff MLM Success Podcast.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the teaching is in the words. But the learning is in the silence.